Knob Dilator, thank you all for listening. Thank you, I don't know, for sticking around. Um, I don't know, like, whatever. It's sick. It's been, it's been, it's, it's, it's cool, and I'm very proud that I have a hundred of these episodes out, even though I think it's a little bit more. It's just, like, even if, even if, like, even if I had zero people listening, the fact that I have number 100 of these out, like, it's kind of sick. Um, but yeah, my guest today, singer of Alpha and Omega, California Cowboys, art. You, you know what? You're like, he's the guy behind the curtain. He's like, he, like he's not in the spotlight, but he's pulling a lot of strings for a lot of uh, community-based functions or events, whether it's in music or whether it's just art. But before we get started, I want to do a quick... Um, Shout out, shout out, no, uh, not. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marty, we're going back to square one. I'm getting nervous. I usually don't fucking trip like this anymore. <laughs> but um, this ep- this episode or this this essence of what it's, I put into a vessel, which is a podcast where I interview people, where I try to express myself and try to get myself out there and try to get other people that I believe, whether they're big or they're small, out there too goes dedicated to the memory of Sponto, who really gave me confidence and really boosted, like, like not even ego, but I like what this is. I, for a long time, I didn't feel like this mattered, or not that even had to matter, just I didn't feel like it was not much, but coming in the words from him while he was still here, he, he really, A, gave me, gave me opportunity in his, in his space. He, he just did a lot for me that, in his eyes, probably in his time, in his lifespan, wasn't as much as he usually did for other people. But to me, it was like, oh, it's going to be a lifetime worth of just, that's going to gloom into different things, I, I, and I hope. And this also goes to Memo, a little friendship, who the, the coolest kid, the coolest, even though he was like 30, but he was still a kid, the coolest guy ever, the fucking sweetest. Um, yeah, so he, died, he, went, he went out of here on this. This goes out to you, Memo. I love you. And without further to do, my guest is Luis from Alpha. How you doing, Luis? What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up? That was beautiful. It was beautiful. Shout out to Memo. Shout out to Sponto. Yeah. Honestly, I uh, I could say a lot about about the homie, but let's. Uh, I think you kind of you kind of said it well. <laughs> you really said it well. I think uh, I think I I remember when when I first heard you pass. Like everything I wanted to say, I was like, it doesn't do justice. Like no matter like like what I'm saying, I feel like it doesn't do justice of how I really feel. You know and I mean, like I could, like I feel like I need to paint, like you know what I mean, like almost a mm-hmm. canvas of like, like explaining everything. Like you know what I mean, like everything, like a short amount of span that he was in my life. But um, but yeah, yeah. I have fears that I can never show. I have eyes I can never close. Feels. What does that mean? What does it mean? What it meant then? What does it mean now? You know, going back into all these um, 
songs and listening to them and thinking about what I was going through at the time and where I was at in my life and where I'm at now and I'm going through now like it's it's interesting to go back into these these songs because it almost feels like a younger my younger self talking to my older self my current in the current day you know like they're they're very personal and very powerful to myself it almost feels like um channeled writing <laughs> in a in a sense because um you know whatever like my lyrics are interpreted however my lyrics are interpreted by whoever you know listens to them and and feels um a certain type of way you know for myself like they really hit deep still to this day you know for sure um just about The realities of life, um, the 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 ebb and flow of of the ups and the downs, and the good and the bad, and and just pushing through, and uh, and uh, connecting back to who you are inside to find the strength that you have to push through whatever it may be that comes, um, that that you know make make getting your way or may feel like um it's holding you back i think that um you know that's that's really what a lot of these lyrics are about you know just like young me <laughs> kind of just like speaking about the life i had lived or the amount of you know wisdom or knowledge or life experience that i had gathered up to that point to like to just speak widely you know from from my insides you know from what i was feeling inside of me that's that's really what that is you know i've been a man i've been a man since you could roll words off your tongue don't get me wrong i've never wished this on my own son <laughs> do you think you grew up earlier than do you think or did you and if so did you grow did you grow up earlier did you become a man earlier than usual or you think you had a great childhood and then just you chose life at an early age? I had a great childhood, but I definitely chose life at an early age, in, in your words, you know? Like, I, I definitely chose to go out into the world at an early age and to be um, submerged and exposed to life um, very early on. I just got into all kinds of shit at a very young age, like really young, you know? Um, I was I was booking shows and like paying bands and, you know, making flyers and going to shows and doing the whole thing. Like, I mean, like by the time I was like 13, you know, like for real. So, um, and that's just like, that barely scratched the surface as far as like, what I was getting into, but I was really out there in the world, you know? I was on the bus, I was on my skateboard, I was on my bike. I was, you know, I grew up in the valley, you know, I grew up in, in Sun Valley, but I mean, I was all over Southern California, period, you know? Like, I couldn't sit still. I was from the east side of the west side valley to the east side of the west side of Los Angeles to, to Orange County, to the Inland Empire, to San Diego, down to Tijuana, you know, like, fuck man like by the time I was 17 I already done like 
two West Coast tours, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Why do you think, what, what led you to do that at an early age? Like a kid, a, what, what makes a kid at that age, what's going on behind that kid's life or mind that's like, I'm a, I gotta do this or I have to, I can't say still. Were your parents, was life at home hard? Was there something, what was kind of poking, was poking you inside that just like, I gotta get out? What wasn't? Why weren't you comfortable just being at home? I wouldn't say I wasn't comfortable being at home, but you know, there's a whole ass fucking world outside that door, and I was just ready to be out up in it, you know, and just to to explore life and experience life, and to just you know do everything that I could do, you know, whether it was on a skateboard or with a band or with my friends whatever it it may be like i was just down you know like i was just down i was like yeah what's up and, you know everyone knows i'm fucking down i don't gotta prove that to nobody you know what i mean i've been down since i was a little fucking kid and that's really what it breaks down to like i'm just like with it you know let's go let's get into it let's figure it out let's experience it let's make it happen let's talk about doing cool shit and then let's make cool shit happen you know and i've just always been like that my whole life you exploring life and and having i guess pleasures like you know like pleasures that people usually come to an age to get you experience it first like no not even like bad pleasures just like good like experiencing going to another city looking at other places seeing bands at an early age you know that a lot of kids probably took longer to finally get out of the house mm -hmm. do you think that came that came with a lot of repercussion meaning a lot of pain that you were not ready for to handle like it's just pain that i guess adults take more that you were taking at a younger age I wouldn't say pain, but I was definitely exposed to a lot of things early on that I'm very grateful for. You're grateful. I don't say that. I wouldn't say that it was painful. Um, it was uh, imperative to my growth and my evolution, and and for that to start a little bit earlier than than most. You know, my uh, my parents were. My mother was a pastor. My parents were missionaries. Um, along with a lot of other things they were very involved in um, the local community in in nonprofits and outreach and you know like on Christmas and Thanksgiving we went and we we uh, we served hot meals to people that were unhoused or less fortunate we uh, we were at you know, senior citizens' homes, uh, people that didn't have families. We were, that's how we spent holidays um, throughout the week. You know, my mother and was just always involved in some kind of community outreach type of work. Uh, my father, he was always very knowledgeable with business and things like that. So he always helped um, on that end for people that needed to have a little bit more understanding or guidance through, um, through business or like financial literacy, things to that degree, you know, like they were always giving back to the community. It was, they were like the most selfless people ever on the planet, <laughs> you know, like they were just like, what can we do for everybody else, you know? And, and that's the, the home that I grew up in. And, and because of that, you know, like I was, you know, traveling at an early age to other countries for, for um for their missionary work and things like that and i was exposed to third world countries at a very early age i was exposed to um to what 
the streets were for unhoused people at a very early age. Like I saw all these things, you know, at the beginning of my puberty, very deeply and very like in my face, you know, this is what it is. This is what we do. We take care of one another. So that that's what it comes from. You know, I, I don't see it as being painful at all. I see it as being a blessing. And I feel like um, that really uh, was a springboard for me to be involved in in punk, in hardcore, in, you know, my, my, my father was a member of the Young Lords. The Young Lords is like the Puerto Rican version of the Black Panthers or like the Brown Berets, you know, like um, he was an activist, you know, he was very, very much so like from the hood and wanted to always give back and open up doors and be a voice for people from the hood. So um, when I found out about punk at fucking 11, <laughs> you know, like I said, by the time I was 13, I was in it. I was really with the shit, you know, like I was getting rides from different people to go to shows here or there, backyard shows, uh, venues, church shows, all kinds of weird shows anywhere I could get to, you know, if I could get a ride from like some older dude that I met at a show or like my, my homies parents that were down to give us a ride or, or take the train to a fuck another train to a bus to get to a venue, whatever. Like I was always down. There was these weird little like punk, not crews, but like collectives of different types of like fools that all like kind of knew each other from shows and they would like meet up in Whittier and I would get rides to go meet up with them and just talk about like shows and booking shows and like making flyers and just like you know being a contributing member to my community of something that I was so drawn to which is like punk and hardcore being a young kid being a young kid so knowledgeable about the good and the bad music and culture and and just being a kid who like grew up with a lot where where does the the lyric so young but so hard so strong but so scared come from you you're, you're a kid who knows a lot of, from at that point in your life at the at the time I'm imagining you're writing the record you're a young kid you know a lot about the world you've been through a lot but you kind of stick up your chest because not any kid is up there you like you said with other people talking about booking shows with older people and taking you seriously and being like this kid knows what's up with that being said how, what 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 were you scared or what what is what does that lyric mean? Because you like even to this day you've always seen a you always seem confident you you're always a very intimidating guy like you always like pull up and you're like like you know what I mean kind of like you know like like already like ready to like I'm ready to get yeah. shit done yeah no, yeah both ways you know and like, like let's not fucking play around let's get shit done yeah yeah, yeah like, but like you're also don't like, play with me let's, yeah let's exactly be real let's get it done let's so do some shit. so <laughs> even back then like you're doing like you're doing cool shit now you're doing cool shit back then what is someone like that have to be afraid of you know what i mean like it's okay to be scared but what like what is moving you so hard to be like i'm gonna write this on a piece of paper and this is gonna be on a record you know i don't even think i was thinking about it as deeply as like oh this is gonna be on a record and i'm gonna have to fucking talk about this shit fucking 15 <laughs> 20 years later you know like in the moment it was just like at that point in my life you know uh, uh, i kind of gave you a little insight on like what it was for me when i first got into all this shit but by the time I was writing that alpha record, I graduated high school just about two years early. And the minute I turned 18, I went on tour with that band Terror. And Terror just took me all over the world, everywhere, for years, from the time I was 18 to like 21. And 
and I had experienced just a tremendous, I had acquired just an, a, tr a tremendous amount of life experience at that point. And, um, and, you know, my whole life I'd always been told by so many people that like, you know, you're really mature for your age or like you're an old soul or, mm. you know, like that kind of shit. And, and um, it took a long time for me to understand what that, what that meant. And I think a lot of these lyrics are me navigating um, my youth from a place of, um, from within, of like just being introspective and, and uh, acquiring all these different life experiences and, and utilizing the, or using these, these life experiences is, as knowledge for my soul, for my life, for my, for my choices. Learning to trust my gut, you know, even if it was scary, making choices to pack up and, and travel and just, say fuck it and say whatever is to happen is going to happen i'm going to do this as scary as it may be in 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 just like the choices in life that you have to make uh you know as you grow up and evolve and evolve from a child to you know a young man or woman or or whatever however you may identify and then from that point to like an older adult <laughs> and just like um developing wisdom i mean it's scary life is real the world is a scary place. You don't have to be scared of it, but um, you should be aware and you should always keep your head on a swivel and be ready for anything and, and open to anything. Although your life took a pause a couple of years ago, do you think, are you proud, like do you think your younger self would have been proud of where you are right now? <laughs> I don't know proud but like I probably I think like my younger self would think I'm pretty cool <laughs> for like what I've accomplished so far I feel like I've got a lot more to do in this life but uh I've done some pretty cool shit so I think my younger self would be be fucking with me for sure and as a kid like I always hung out with older people I always had older friends I maintained like a close group of friends that were my age always but like the majority of my friends were always older than me I don't know. I kick it with fools like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I kick it with, with people that are in their, their late 20s, early 30s. And, and I've got some amazing people in my life that are in their 40s to 50s to 60s to 70s. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think I'm doing all right. What is something left? Like you said, uh, you have a lot left in this world. What is something, what is something if... If, I don't know, for whatever reason, someone tells you, like, you have this amount of time to live, what is one thing you really want to do that you you have to make sure it's done? Ooh. It could be anything. I don't know if there's anything that I have to make sure needs to be done before I leave this earth, but, like, just... There's not one thing? Overall, just being a light for other people and, and leaving an impact on this earth for others to be able to see more clearly or to have life breathed into their life so that they can grow and evolve and, and become great themselves in whatever it is that they're meant to do in their own lives just to help others. I think like that's all that really matters. You know, as I grow, I want the people around me to grow. And I don't feel like I'm done growing, so I hope everybody around me is ready to keep fucking going.
because I just want to keep fucking going, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned that people told you you were an old soul. And now you're an older soul. You're not an old soul, but you are now at the age where you're an older human being. I say that because I think you mentioned a story one time where you were in you were in the car with Walter and an, and an older homie of yours, and he brings up that the world the the world's changing, like you know, people like you know, the world's getting too modernized. You see the world now from someone who was told it's, is an old soul already, but now you're actually older and know more. Do you think the the way the world is going, the direction the world is going, is it better or is it worse? <laughs> it's hard to say I don't know <laughs> that's kind of a hard one to answer man I mean like is it better or is it worse I don't know like the story you're referring to I remember it was like it was uh, Alpha was on tour with Sick of It All and Trash Talk and we brought our homie Sammy with us and me and Walter were were driving and Sammy was sitting on the, the front bench and we were just talking about the career criminals <laughs> and like <laughs> and what what that is now and uh and how the career criminal criminal at least for the perspective that we were looking at it then you know was somewhat of a dying breed which you know i don't know if that's really true but just what we're the conversation in the context you know we're talking about how there's video cameras everywhere <laughs> you know like like all of a sudden people were just starting to have cameras on their cell phones and people were just starting to be able to like capture moments in real time on their phones you know not like on a film camera or, or having like a digital camera like as a separate tool it was all in this this thing that was just like evolving by the month within yeah. within our hands you know and, and it was getting hard to get away with shit man <laughs> <laughs> so from then to fucking 2023 and the 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 AI <laughs> that we're experiencing daily and and you know the smartphones that we now have that are answering questions for us and putting together photo albums for us without us asking them to do it for us and and so many other things and suggesting what music that that we would like you know and it's just it's fucking weird <laughs> um but the world is still a very beautiful place it's it's all how you choose to connect to it through all the different ways that you can connect to it through yourself and all the different ways that you can experience life through you know your touch and your taste and your smell and hearing and seeing and all the different ways that that this life can be so beautiful i can't really say if it's good or bad but i think there's a balance that can be found between all the chaos that's going on in the, our in our world the reason i asked that is because you come from, uh, from my opinion, and I, my opinion, the golden era of LA hardcore, where like everybody you're around your age, maybe a little bit older, a little bit younger, have you know basically built like what we know as Los Angeles hardcore. And do you think your kind or I guess your breed is will is just like the way the world's changing and the way kids are growing up differently do you think that breed is still going to be around like the the way that you know like think of all your friends think of all the people that like the type of person that it took to bring up a scene to make it like a legit to like do cool things to not just be a thing where it's like oh we throw shows here and there but it's like fucking LA hardcore you know what I mean like do you think that breed is going to continue
every generation is so different and there's so many different walks of life along the spectrum of various types of subsects within hardcore and punk. There's always someone out there that's that's really like carrying on that spirit of DIY, you know, like to truly like just fucking do it yourself. Like who gives a fuck from like old heads to like young young fools like just there's so many people out making the wheel turn constantly and I think that like I've had this conversation with a lot of my older friends as like when I started going to shows, I started going to, going to shows at like a really young age and like I refer to those times as like the dark ages. Just it was just different, you know. It was grimy? It was just different. It was a different time. It was a different frequency. It was a different type of vibrational energy in the world. You know, people mm. moved and operated differently. Um, and 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 it, yeah, it was a little. It was it was a lot grittier for sure, by far. Um, <laughs> we saw a lot. <laughs> we saw a lot. A lot of a lot of shit. And it's cool that like there's a whole generation of kids going to shows now that that don't know what that's like. <laughs> you know, I think that's cool that they don't have those types of memories correlated to such a beautiful, sick community. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this community was very much so birthed from, from the streets, you know, and from, from a, a, a harder time. From pain? Very much so. I think that that is a beautiful thing that should never be lost. It's a spirit that um, that really separates us from from a lot of other subsects within um, various subcultures that connect back to punk and hardcore. But like, like you said, like, dude, LA hardcore is fucking lit. It, it's always been lit. But like, I feel like after like those dark ages, there was like a very conscious effort amongst me and a, like a close group of my friends, like the fools that like. I really grew up with like fucking with like we all wanted to like create a tighter scene a more unified scene we didn't want people to be in fear at shows we wanted people to feel welcomed at shows to feel a tight knit amongst one another to be at shows and go to shows and play in bands and put out zines and like create cool cool things and moments and 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 um and just to like bring a different type of vibrational energy to these rooms you know or to like shed a light on on the the beauty that was within the the darker side of things within light there is darkness within darkness there is light you know it's just finding a balance and focusing on on the positive and through that watering your community so I think at this point where we're at now, like it's, it's sick as fuck, man. Like Sound of Fury just had 7,000 people in a park for hardcore, <laughs> you know, like two days in a row. So who knows what the actual head count was, but that's a lot of fucking people and that's huge. And then, and that's the summertime in LA. And then in the wintertime, you got the toy drive. And the toy drive is never not sold out in the last 14 years that it's been in existence. Yeah. That's saying something, you know, and then shows consistently are just always packed there's like rare rare to be at a show that's like poorly attended and i think that's fucking cool because people people know that there's a place that they can go people feel drawn to these rooms and these rooms have grown and these communities have have blossomed into like such a thick 
deep rooted family tree and I think that's really fucking cool I mean yeah that was very well said um you said earlier you kick with a lot of people you've, you've always been in you've always been part of a lot of quote unquote subcultures are you you know a lot of people you're tight with a lot of people and I know you have I know you are now because I know you now but I know from your past or from you've always you've always been someone who is a, a good friend but that being said I am nothing I am alone I am I am broken inside do you, do you, although you're, although, like you said, you try to be a light for other people, you try to be a friend, try to lift up other people, and they lift you. Do you, do you, do you still feel alone most of the time? <laughs> I'm very much so an extroverted introvert. In order for me to show up for my community, for others, to be the person that I hold myself up to be the caliber, the standard that I have for myself. I think um, my alone time is very imperative to my self-preservation and enables me to recharge and be out in the streets. <laughs> like I have always been, you know, like fucking with everybody, helping out all the homies, whoever they may be, wherever they are from or into or whatever, you know, whoever you are, like my own personal relationship with myself has been a journey of, of building a relationship between my conscious self and my subconscious. And that bridge between those two have has been a long process in, in, in building the foundation to have a strong relationship between the two. And a lot of that has been done in silence, in meditation, in my own home, in my own head, in my own body, with myself, as well as with others and uh, out in, in the various communities that I, that I am part of. I think it's really important to have a good relationship with yourself when when you're all alone and there's nobody else there and it's just you with yourself and you're really looking within to to find out who you truly are to like really look in the mirror and keep it 100 and be so real with yourself to to work through all the things that you may uncover in those times with yourself to be the strongest, best version of yourself. I'm not fucking perfect, you know? Like, I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with lots of lows. Like I said, I've been a lot of places, you know what I mean? And they're not always pretty. And they're not always cool. They're not always sick, you know? They're, they're real. And, and in that time that I have spent in those places, I feel like I have developed a very strong relationship with myself and who I am. Again, like you're quoting these lyrics that I wrote so fucking long ago and, and they still deeply resonate with me when I hear them being recited back to me or I'm at band practice and I'm singing these, these lyrics, you know? Like I'm, I'm in a room with my four best friends practicing these songs, but I'm really with myself alone in that moment 
and connecting to a vibrational frequency within myself of like where I have been and where I'm going and who I am. And I think the overall message within Alpha, you know, is is to stay focused and to keep pushing and to not allow anything to get in your way from being the best version of yourself in all the different ways that you need to work on yourself to be that best version internally and externally. Man, that was good. <laughs> just fucking, I don't know, man. I'm just answering your questions, bro. <laughs> I'm just answering the questions. Um, I've, well, from what I'm gathering, you've always been a smart person. You can never say, oh, I was dumb back then. Or maybe, I mean, to some extent you can't, but you've, you've always been conscious enough to do a lot of things since a young age. With that being said, you have, like you said, you haven't, not every place you've been has been pretty. One of those places, you know, was not the prettiest of them all. What do you think, despite being a young, smart kid who's conscious enough, smart enough to get by life, to be booking shows at a very young age, to continue, you know, Terry took you out. What do you think has been a week, the biggest weakness that you could acknowledge that has led you to, although being a smart kid, being a kid who like a lot of people can see that they have trust in you, you still end up in these not so pretty places. But that comes a weakness. What is that weakness? I'm human just like you. I'm human just like anybody else. We all make mistakes. That's part of living life. That's part of experiencing. Falling down and getting back up. And I don't feel the need to hide that from anybody. And I keep it fucking real. I keep it 100 always. And if I fall, if I trip up, if I fuck up, if I find myself in a, in a fucking weird spot, I'm learning from that immediately i have refined my process internally of how to get the most out of every moment in life as i do my best to live in the moment and to be present and aware of myself first and foremost and and the world around me and my surroundings um you know, I'm not perfect. I never claim to be perfect. And I think that those moments when you fuck up and when you you find yourself in a darker place are the best places to grow from and to evolve and to blossom into a better spot to find yourself, you know, not repeating mistakes. Oh, I fucked up. How do I learn from that? How do I not do that again? How do I... How do I share that knowledge and wisdom with others so that they don't make those mistakes? That's a good way to, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. <laughs> I know you got, you got a bunch of shit to do and I, you gotta go to sleep. But, um, but yeah, I think, yeah, what is, what is the, I mean, you're a rocker, you're an artist, you're a man of the people, you're a friend. What do you think is next for you? And not even about it, just like, I know this whole podcast, this whole interview has been a little bit like more uh, truthful, but not, a, not in a positive light. But what do you think is next? What, what can the people 
expect from you? What what's 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 gonna happen? What's going on? I'm gonna keep on rocking. I'm gonna keep on making art. I'm gonna keep on fucking doing what I've always done and just trying to be better at it and to be more impactful with it and to experience more and to open more doors for others and myself as I continue to just be me and and just follow my gut and just try and you know keep doing cool shit with my homies that's what it's all about (laughs) you know like just doing cool shit with all my friends and just like making a beautiful life out of that with with all the people that i love sick (laughs) hope we did let's do let's go all right let's fucking go thank you everybody for listening